Welcome to Speak Radio Podcast, where we share personal experiences and knowledge with our listeners. I am C. Brown, your host. On today's broadcast, we have the third installment of our Teachers Bullying Teachers Awareness Series. During this episode, we will share one teacher's account of an unprofessional, targeted, and ongoing bullying experience. For the third installment in our Teachers Bullying Teachers Awareness Series, we have the pleasure of speaking with Lisa. Welcome, Lisa. Hey. Hey, Miss Brown. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling pretty good. Just recovering from the holidays. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm just getting ready to ask, how's your summer going? Going very, very well. I'm trying to get plenty of rest. And then uh, after my little vacation, mini vacation is over, then I start putting work in and prepare for next year. Absolutely. I totally understand that. So, Lisa, (laughs) how long have you been teaching? I have been teaching for 25 years and um, I will be looking forward to retiring within four or five years. Amen. (laughs) And how many different schools and school systems have you taught? Well, in the state of Ohio, I was for about two years, and then I went into the public school system as a substitute teacher for three years. And then um, I came here to Georgia in 95, so I started in 98. So I've been teaching in the state of Georgia for over 20 years. Okay, wow. Okay, great. Okay, Mm -hmm. so let's move into our conversation on teachers bullying teachers. Um, In what capacity? Were you working when you experienced teachers, bullying teachers for the first time? Love the question. It's an excellent question. I would like to say to you that I have I have worked in the public school system in every capacity from mm-hmm. I start out as a sub, as I was saying, paraprofessional provisional teacher and then bona fide certified so I have been bullied in every single one of those aspects during my career's teaching wow yeah that is so sad and yet it is you still pursued this profession it's because of the students the kids energize you because they are they are loving they are they they have much gratitude and they, they, they just give you, they give you clarity and they remind you of the purpose that you're there for. And you can always, you always are able to look into a child's eyes and respond to a child's needs. And that's gratifying. Mm -hmm. That's gratifying. Totally agree. Totally Mm -hmm. agree with you. So I want Mm -hmm. you to go back in your memory and I want you to share one example, one good example of teachers bullying teachers for those out there um, who may not recognize it when they see it. Okay. Well, as I was saying, you know, it's, it's been in every aspect and that, and I started teaching in the nineties and um, it's just a consistent thing. I will talk about the most recent, uh, which is prior year prior school year. And um, what it is after research and just trying to get myself together, because I'm, I'm at the end of this. 
And so I'm not quitting now, you know, I've gone too far. So I'd started researching and I started realizing some things, but, and I was able, I was literally able to identify this as bullying because it has never, it, it, it I, I've never seen anything like it, uh, what I've experienced and it, it and it, no one talks about it as teacher bullying, professional bullying. So I didn't know what it was. I thought it was me. Um, but when I realized the bullying was going on and that it was bullying, it was one addition, uh, another teacher in the same grade level. Um, she is in, I'm in special ed and, uh, I guess bullying occurs when someone is that the bullier, the one that's doing initiating pain is feeling inadequate or insecure about themselves. So they seek out targets and so I didn't realize that, again, I was going to be targeted. I wasn't ready for it because they sneak up on you. And so uh, it just started happening. It just started slowly happening. Um, I, re- I recognized it when the teacher continued to come in my room during class hours. Oh, so if I'm te- you're on my grade level, I'm teaching math. Shouldn't you be teaching math? That kind of thing. Knock, knock, knock. Um blah, blah, blah. You didn't do this. Did you get this? No. Did you send me the email? Well, no. Da, da, da. So it started like that. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to the meetings and you're a butt of jokes, ignored, no one's paying attention to you. You raise your hand. <clears throat> you want to add input. No one acknowledges you. Uh, they talk over you. Everyone. So that's when I began to recognize, oh, I'm the target for bullying. Mm-hmm. So I was a co-teacher in a, in a co-teaching environment and I would come to the class and I'm thinking, you know, uh, we're just going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to in- initiate, talk, get to know this is the beginning of the year. And no, it wasn't any of that. I was blindsided wasn't given materials, wasn't um, provided any information of what we were going to do. So I just took a deep breath and I said, okay, I went to that individual teacher and I said, can we sit down and collaborate, talk so I can be prepared before I walk into the classroom and know, so I can know what I'm doing and know what, and do my fair share of co-teaching. Well, Apparently this went on for months and it didn't happen. I went to the powers that be and realized that this was a team effort in bullying and I didn't get what I needed then. And then I went to my immediate supervisor and I did not realize that they were part of this and not, and not by design, but well, yes, let me say by design of the initiator, the head bully, because what they were, I didn't realize what they were doing. They were spreading the seed. And so that that's just the synopsis of my experience. One person constantly berating me, excluding me, not allowing me to do my job effectively because of their personal issues with me, which had nothing to do with me. I'm not I'm just being who I am. Absolutely. How did that make you feel about being in that school and doing the job that you were doing because of the bullies? When I pulled in the parking lot, I have to pray. I have to take a deep breath. I have it's doom and gloom by the time I pull into the parking lot. And I have to walk in and I have to put on this face 
and do my job for my students. And again, back to what I was saying earlier, it's all about them. So that's what keeps me going. When I close my classroom door, because I'm a resource teacher and I'm, I'm, I'm interrelated. So I'm in my own classroom. And so when I close the door, it's me and my students and I'm giving them what they need at the time of what they need. The, the, the subject matter, the emotional support, whatever they need at the time. And it doesn't yeah. always line up with, you know, special ed. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not cookie cutter. So you, you have to, you have to be ready for your students and what they bring to you that particular day. So closing the door and doing my thing, that's what keeps me going. But pulling in that parking lot, oh my God, not. And let me, t- let me, let me go here with you. Let me tell you the type of person. There's four words that can describe who I am as a person. Fun, energetic, responsible, and I follow the rules. Those are the descriptive words that I give to myself. I don't know what anybody else says, but that's who I am as a person. I agree. Thank you. Each (laughs) one of those things, each one of those descriptive words of who I am as a person all bite me in the you know what. They are my, they're like my downfalls. And let me explain that to you. Because when you have, if you have a person that is insecure within themselves and they're the bully and I'm, and I'm telling you the bully of the school, not just in my grade level. Mm-hmm. Um, this, if this individual sees your fun, your fun and you mm-hmm. can, you can, okay. If you're fun and energetic, now you've captivated your students because they're mm-hmm. kids. And that's what they feed off of. You're fun. You're a fun teacher and you're energetic. So they feed off of that. And then you have the bully that sees that you're responsible and you follow the rules. What are you doing? You're feeding into that bully's insecurity. Hmm. And so that's why I become vulnerable and I become the target everywhere I go, because that's who I am as a person. And if you get, if that bully can get allies and friends on board with them, and feed into their insecurities. Now that bully has an audience. That bully has everything they need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Lisa. Tell me, how did their bullying behavior impact your relationship with your parents, with the parents of your students? Wow. Well, the bully has a program that has a has an agenda, and let me tell you, it's a covert operation. And when I say covert operation, that means that they are behind the scenes planning so they can promote their agenda. That's a bully. So if it feeds into what they want, they're getting what they want. So if they go behind my back because they this bully came into my room again and said, well, I know these parents. I talked to them on the phone and blah, blah, blah. And I know someone and I talked to these parents and they know me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Now this person, now I'm realizing that this person goes behind my back and talks to my parents. So my parents are reluctant. They don't, they don't contact me. They'll contact the general ed teacher. Wait mm-hmm. a minute. Your child is in my classroom three quarters of the day. They go, they, so you need to talk to me. You don't need to talk to that person. I'm your, I'm the case manager and I'm the teacher of record. And so they don't know that because the bully doesn't let them know that. But it's when I get opportunities to inform my parents, then I do. So I have to go out of my way and make sure my parents know who I am and what I represent. But if they're yeah. believe, if they, their perception is something else and they, and they're backed, their perception is backed by, um, 
a host of other teachers. I'm I'm the Lone Ranger. Why would they believe me or understand me or accept me as the, you know? So that that's my issue. Right. I get that. I surely do. I mean, it sounds like you have a lot of things. It's a lot of layers to this bullying thing. It you is. Know, it is. And, and I got to tell you, I'm sorry. Let me tell you about this. I, let me tell you, when we were talking about this, um, I did some research and Edutopia, which is a known resource for teachers, mm-hmm. they have articles. They have talked about this for years. Teachers bullied by colleagues. We're talking about Scholastic. Everybody knows Scholastic. They did an article on bullying in school. It happens to teachers too. That's an article. I'm talking about Education Week teacher. They are talking about, let's be honest. Here's an article. Let's be honest. Professional bullying in schools is a thing. Can you believe this? Psychology Today is my most favorite. I love psychology today. And and it's like my go-to for research. This article was talking about Eddie Haskell. And we're ta- I'm telling my age right now. Quickly, back in the 40s, back in the 50s, there was a show called Leave it to Beaver. And this guy just about two months ago did an article on remembering Eddie Haskell. And I was like, what kind of article is this? The Eddie Haskell effect. This kid, Eddie Haskell, was uh, the older kid, the older brother's friend. But what he would do is he would come to the parents and put on his charms, polite, Mr. Wonderful in the eyes of the adults. So... But when he got along with the kids, he was rude, disrespectful. He'd push, he'd pick on little little Beaver. And his brother wouldn't say anything because that was his friend. This is an effect. This is an actual thing in psychology today. He yeah. said the Eddie Haskell effect is what bullies, professional bullies do. They put on airs and they go to the profession, the principals, the supervisors. They put on these airs. And they mouth and they say and make comments about the person that they're targeting. And they go back and these principals are thinking this teacher or this one of my my employees is a terrible employee. That is the Eddie Haskell effect. And that is exactly what's going on in the schools today. That's what I believe. Wow. Actually, one of the what do you think? That's one of the effects. Right. So I definitely agree. I, I, not until you started talking, did I remember Eddie Haskell? I was like, he did that. I <laughs> he was did like, it. oh my God, he did just that. And, and actually, if you remember this past school year with my bully, that's what I found out when I alerted, you know, my principal, it was like, no, not that person. I was like, well, see, here is the email that I received to let you know that this is the type of behavior that I'm being shown by this person. So we have two different people in one person's body, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty Mm -hmm. much split personalities. You pull out the knife. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And I love how you segued into that because prior to this interview with you, I just finished an article review. Because I said, you know what, let me start pulling some articles because I know that they're out there. So I actually did uh, one of the segments that's going to come up, a future segment on on an article. And so I'm going to have to find the one remembering Eddie Haskell and, <laughs> and delve deeply into that one because that mm-hmm. is a good one. So thank you for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now 
Lisa, going to the more positive side of this, because I uh-huh. know that we have uh-huh. teachers bullying teachers and we have to find a way around them, either going right. over them, around them, through them, whatever we need to do to eradicate um, teaching and education of these negative people, unprofessional people. So uh-huh. when do you think we can, or what rather, do you think we can do to change the culture to make it a more professional, respectful, and collaborative oh, environment? Wonderful question. Let me tell you, there are so many things that we could do. Um, first, we have to, to, to come to grips with ourselves. We have to recognize mm-hmm. our levels of sensitivity. And um, sometimes we can be overly sensitive. So we have to look into ourselves and see who we are as individuals. The second thing is we've got to know that we are good enough. You have to start telling yourself that, wait a minute, let me go to, let me know my craft. Let me know the rules. Let me know what I'm supposed, let me be prepared for this, for, for my job. Let me do what I'm supposed to do. Once you do that, your bully has nowhere to go. Because mm-hmm. if you empower yourself with knowledge, if you empower mm-hmm. yourself with your with your work ethic and be professional, what if you limit you limit the end, if you limit your target within right. yourself, the bully can't attack you because where mm-hmm. are they going to go? Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't get you on your professionalism because you're always on time. You do your work. You're in your classroom. You're not hanging out in the hallways. You're not in the teacher's lounge yakking and talking. You're doing your job. Okay, so what else? You're the first one there, the last one to leave. What can they say? They can't get you on that. Okay, the only thing that they can do is, can they can they target your content? No, because you know your stuff. When you're in the meetings and you are allowed to talk or when you have an opportunity to talk to your supervisors, you let them know that you know what you're doing. You invite them in. Say, hey, come on in. That's what you that's how you can combat your the initial effects of the bully because they're coming after you. They're mm-hmm. prepared. They're they're looking for your weaknesses. That's one. Now th- there's a bunch of things that we can also do. Um, let me get to this. Uh okay. Now you have to now you have to have some allies. Absolutely. You've got to get some friends. You've got to talk it out you have to it, and, and be professional about it you know not in the hallway but say hey you know pull someone to the side that you feel comfortable with mm-hmm. and and then once you open up a forum you never know who who you can bring into the table so once you talk it out you talk to your rep you 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 keep documentation you journal documentation and dates and time frames that's key then you get you our rep and you just make it aware put it on paper put it on paper so those are the f- initial things that i suggest what about okay. you what do you think what do you think of those? well i think though those are some great ideas i like i want to go one step further with that person that you're saying that new confidant who you have chosen to be your support person. I feel that we need to do the same thing the bullies are doing, Doing just make it positive. So you uh-huh. get a click, but it's a positive click. It's, it's right. someone who is very professional, who can actually come in to a segment of your lesson to um, you know, do a peer review of your lesson and your environment so Absolutely. that you won't be out there by yourself saying, well, I'm, I'm good at this because we know that, you know, if you have allies that are the bullies, have, if that person has 
allies. That person can send people into your space to critique you and to show the negative. Mm-hmm. Well, you can do the mm-hmm. same thing by bringing in positive professional people to critique you to show the positive. Oh, my God, that's the perfect. That is a wonderful statement. When you said you have someone coming in to critique you and um, because you're right, the bully will have someone else critique you. And I've I've had that happen to me, too. They Mm -hmm. had an ally and they brought them in. They was a supervisor and brought them in and they kept coming in two and three times a week. I'm like, wait a minute, this is overkill looking for something. And you know what, Cindy Brown, as long as we're human beings. We're going to have weaknesses. We're going to make mistakes. So if they come in and someone and their and their ally, that bully's ally homes in on your mistake, they can make that they can make that mount that into a mountain from a molehill. Mm -hmm. They will take that mistake and just 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 go work, go work with it. And that's 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 where they thrive. But if you have enough confidence and faith in yourself and you have enough allies to do exactly what they're doing, like you said, you have support. They can't defute that. And then they can go by your work ethic. Oh, wait a minute. She's always on time. She does this. She's like, wait a minute. I'm confused. And there's my segue into responsible leadership, responsible human resource professionals. You know what I'm saying? And then what I think is these if these individuals are in positions of power, they need to be appraised. They need to be appraised every six months. Hey, wait a minute. Let's look at their let's 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 do some surveys. Let's see what how some some. Uh, anonymous surveys and see what people their employees and their peers are saying about these supervisors wait a minute let me be a responsible leader and let me see what this really is we need our leaders involved in their building they need to know what's going on and not just one-sided right you know i I love your passion and i need to (laughs) to understand that this is who you are like you said the positive mm-hmm. passion that we bring, we do not need anything negative in our space that impedes us from giving that passion that you have and that I have for teaching to our students. You're an amazing teacher, better. amazing person. I have the <laughs> highest regard for Cindy Brown, boy. I mean, I'm telling you, you're, you're the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want to share about this topic before we wrap it up? I just want uh, if people realize that they their standouts, they're bullied probably because of their greatness and mm. um, stay in that. Keep walking in your greatness and and fi- and do the research like uh, Cindy has suggested and, and I've done on my own and empower yourself with knowledge so you can continue with that great greatness because those students need you. They need you more now during this this COVID-19, COVID-19 than ever, mm-hmm. because we have no idea what we're, what's going to happen the next school, school year. So keep empowering yourself. Keep that greatness going within yourself. Do not ever let a bully win. And then call it out. Get you some allies and get your documentation down and call it out. Rally together. And, and hey, it may be some collateral damage, but I would prefer it to be me than a student. That's how I look at it. I love it. Thank you so much, Lisa. You're going to wrap up this segment. You did an awesome job. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Take care. Take care. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Speak Radio's 
Teachers Bullying Teachers Awareness Series. It is our goal to bring awareness to any behavior that is unprofessional, ongoing, and targeted. It is our hope to fully and permanently eradicate teachers bullying teachers from every school in America. If you are interested in participating in this Teachers Bullying Teachers series, please email me at cbrownteaches at gmail.com.